Pastor Jay from the Anointed Radio Show. And we always are going to start off in decency and order. And one thing I wanted to just go into is in the word. The word we're going to come out of is 2 Timothy 2 and 13. And it says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. So in the times when you didn't want to believe, in the time when you were going through things and you weren't doing what God told you to do, he still had faith in you. He still believed in you. And he didn't disown you or anything. He still was right by your side waiting for you to come back. Dale, Father God, we just ask you right now, bless us, touch us, be with us. The enemy is busy and he's and he's on the attack, God. And just put a hedge up us. Touch every listener, touch everybody that's surrounding us, God. Empower us, strengthen us, give us the wisdom and the insight that we keep going forward, God. God, we just thank you for everything going to do to be with us. And God, we just give you all the glory and all the praise touch every listener from the top of their head to the sole of their feet that they can be able to know that you are god and that you can make a change that you're a a chain break actually make moves in their life god god we just thank you for just every lesson that you give us this week god the doors that close the doors that open and we say that all in jesus precious name Amen. 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 So we're going to go ahead. We're a little behind the times. The devil is busy. Just crazy. Up. So um, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and go into our interview. And we have Elder Jabbar Grims, uh, Grimsley on the line, y'all. Everybody, welcome him. Yes, yes. God bless. God bless. God bless. Hope everybody's doing good. You know, the devil is busy, but, you know, no weapon forms. So we're going to just continue anyway. If we a little bit late. <laughs> Amen. So be. <laughs> Amen. So one thing I wanted to um, just go into is Pastor Jay's famous icebreaker Ice question. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Famous icebreaker question will be today. What is your five-year goal? Five-year goal is to be um, helping people, you know, with my story. You know, helping people with my story, traveling, you know, doing it, and just helping people all around the world, you know. And I just believe that um, it's all to glorify God and to talk about His goodness, um, helping other people, you know. And that's what it's about as even Christians. That's what we're supposed to be doing you know, in this earth. So, yeah, that's that's what I want to be traveling and just helping other people with my story, you know. Okay. Amen. Yeah. So to kind of yeah. introduce you to some of our listeners and reintroduce you to others, tell us where you come. Where is your hometown? I'm actually originally from um, North New Jersey, North New Jersey, up north. Um, but right now I'm residing in Georgia. Um, I'm down here because a couple, a couple of years ago, my grandmother had, she got sick with, and um, I had down here, you know, to take care of strategic, you know, so we just, I just, I just trust God, and he was really doing some things in that whole situation, you know, because when I was in New Jersey, I was getting into a lot of trouble. I was on drugs really bad, and I was almost about to die, 
you know, in those streets. So God used this situation for my grandmother to get sick, to move me away from those places that were no good for me, mm. you know. Mm. So when you're not around it, you don't have any friends up because of wow. So God is faithful. But I'm still, I'm living in Georgia right now, originally from New Jersey, work. Well, um, thing I would want to ask about is how, what, what was your, what was your like moment where you're like, okay, I got to come to God. Like what was, cause everybody has that aha moment. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, mm-hmm. this, this ain't for me. I need, I need to get back to the Lord and start doing God's work. What was that moment for you? Working. My way was never working. Every time I tried to do things, I would always end up, I would always end up sad. I was always end up depressed. I would always end up in jail. And I just decided like, yeah, my way is not working, Lord. And let me just try it your way because nothing else that I do is, is working. Because let me just change my life to Christ and begin to really get serious with this walk. That's when things begin to change in my life, you know. So it was just everything I was doing, the drinking and the drugs, and everything, everything that I was living, it just got tiring. You know, I just got tired, like sick and tired. Like my life wasn't going anywhere. And, you know, it's about surrendering to him. So once I just said, oh, life, and I'm going to obey and I'm going to do what you want me to do, that's when things begin to change, you know. So it was just sick and tired of, of the, you know, the same cycle over and over and over. So I said, okay, Lord, I'll just give you a when things begin to change. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. So what is your favorite scripture? I always love asking other ministers about their favorite scripture. <laughs> Philippians 1 and 6, it says, um, being confident of this very thing right here. Like, if I don't know nothing else, I'm confident in this thing right here. He and a good work in you that God is able to complete it until the day that Jesus Christ returns, you know. And that scripture, it really means something to me because the situation that you're in, you know, um, will never just stay like that. You know, God will not leave you there, but no matter what, God is continuing to do a work in us so even when we're in it and we're stuck there, God is doing a work. He says, I'm going to complete the work that I started in you. Because a lot of times we start stuff and we, we don't finish it. But if God begins to do a work in your life, you know, he's going to complete the work that until the day that Jesus Christ returns. So the whole time God is trying to throwing God, going to complete that thing, you know, no matter what it looks like. You know, God is in control and God's going to complete. You know, Amen. so one is fixed. Oh, yes. Amen. That's an awesome scripture. I mean, one thing about it, um, as you turn your life over to God and trusting him for this walkway of living. And so it has to grow that confidence in you that you never, ever, ever doubt God. You you know, you go through it. But what I would like to ask, how long ago was it when you decided to, you made up, say, you know what, God, I'm just tired. I don't want to do this no more. I go, was um. It was about, I'd say like maybe 2015, because I got ordained in ministry in 2014, and I was still kind of living in the world, and I round back and forth, and you know I wasn't living all the way um, committed to the Lord. So it was about 2015, you know, but I had been on drugs all my life almost, you know, really, really. Mm-hmm. I just said I'm gonna set my life to this thing, and you ordained me to minister, you ordained me to do your will, then you know, so be it. Then. You know, that's pretty much where um, that started about 2015, where I began to really take this walk serious with God, you know, because I think that he moved me from a place of um, where I didn't see a way out and 
I was just trapped and I was downed and I was stuck to some strongholds and I was just battling with a lot. So I began to just really take it really serious in like 2015. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. So one thing I, I, I wanted to ask is simply what is what is a good method when you do that do your change because everybody has like their method you know when they do a change because change is not easy right you know and what is the thing that worked for you for when you have like an urge to be like man i want to just go doing it was comfortable because <laughs> it's just like working out you know when you work out you're like man oh no perfect example mm-hmm. and i i i do all the time i have to you know, get my prayer shawl, it's fasting. Because <laughs> food and me. Uh-huh. Me and food. Right. Y'all are one. We, man. <laughs> food been my friend for a long, long time. <laughs> and, you know, when when you look at it, especially like when during fasting, like there's some things like I'll have a certain scripture or mm-hmm. I'll get my prayer shawl and I'll pray. You know, what would be some advice to a listener? that change and, and and knowing that you know you might know every, you might not know everything right now of how the change is going to be but actually following suit and being disciplined in your change right um you know like i said i, I just got tired and you know my weight it, it just wasn't gonna when i thought about sitting you know when i thought about going back sinning you know um so so many times god has saved my life you know as i was living in sin and I could have died so many, so many, so many times, you know, from drug overdose, taking pills, and all of these things. But God kept on saving me. You know, I could have got in a car accident a couple of times. And it's just supernatural how God kept saving me. So the moment I begin to look back and say, I want to do some things, I'm going to think of those times that mm. how he pulled me out. Because had I died in my sin, I would have went straight to hell. So it's like I'm having, a, I'm getting another chance. So... The way that I live a righteous life for the Lord is kind of out of appreciation. If you understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I appreciate right. that yeah. he saved my life. I appreciate that he just kept me, you know, when I was in my mess. So, again, when I think of sinning, I think of those times, like, he would have had I died, I would have went straight to hell. So it's kind of like a second chance. So why can't I be obedient mm-hmm. to what the Lord wants me to do? You know? Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what made the me from going backwards. I just began to think about that, how he was keeping me, mm-hmm. you know, how he saved me so many times. So that's, that's awesome. keeping me grounded in him. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Because I think, yeah. you know, one thing that I always, I always came up, especially when I was uh, accepting God in my life, was I realized mm-hmm. that overthinking causes sin. <laughs> See, God is of decency and order. Mm. meaning compassion and of and but of principle mm-hmm. so it's not you don't need to overthink when it comes to god god says all. it's so simple I, but you know us as humans i feel like that's what causes that backslide is when you sit there and you overthink well you know just this time and you know and, and being transparent a lot of people deal with that mm-hmm. where they're 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 so tempted to go back and forth mm-hmm. back and forth and they're like, well, you know, and they're overthinking situations. You know, it's kind of like that situation where um, 
God, God is setting up something for you, but right now you can't see what's happening. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. because you don't see what's happening, you're stressing about it. But God is about to open up a door. But because you overthinking and you're trying to rush things, you go set up something that is not of God. Mm -hmm. And then you end up in a situation that is worse than where you were in the beginning Mm -hmm. and what God opens the door to was for your situation at that moment. You were supposed to be patient in that time. And then when you finally get to that point, what he opened door to you doesn't even matter anymore because now you have so far back. Mm -hmm. Can't even reach it. You can't even reach where Mm -hmm. you are currently are. So it's crazy because so many, if we, if we start being, you know, I'm speaking to the church now, if we start being transparent about how we made it out instead of talking, Mm -hmm. because you know, I, I, you know, I'm a person of substance, of wisdom, and of the word of God. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with the shouting, speaking in tongue, and, and having a glory, glory, hallelujah time. <laughs> but I want the time for when the doors close and we all go home and we in that car. That, that attack might happen in the car. That attack might happen in your, in your bedroom while you're watching TV. Or when you get back in that house and that temptation hits you, mm-hmm. that, that spiritual warfare hits you, I want to know body of Christ, what is the methods yeah. that people are using to get out? See, those are, that's the gems that mm-hmm. people should be looking for. Mm-hmm. The choir is cool. Everything else, I need that scripture that you use to mm-hmm. repel the devil from wanting to do this. I wanted that scripture you did. I want to know that prayer that you used because that's what's going to help you get elevated. I don't know. I just felt that in my spirit. I had to say that <laughs> because I feel like sometimes we don't go after substance. We go after the whole f- emotion and feeling. And if you get the substance, the substance is something that will help you get to your next level, not mm-hmm. about how you feel. Yeah. I mean, if you think about the word faith, that's what it says. It's the substance of things hoped for. Mm. That's what it is. So when you look at substance, that means that it's a groundwork. Mm-hmm. It's something that is planted, and it's something that is unmovable, unshakable. It is something that is just going to stand. And I, I, I understand what you mean by um, that <coughs> moment to to help you get through some situations because you know even though you know you make up your mind saying that you know I'm sick and tired I'm sick and tired and I'm gonna do what God wants me to do and be pleasing and to him I want I want him to um to be that my life to reflect him and I want to make sure that everything that I'm doing is going to be pleasing unto him we still have struggles We still have some Uh issues. We still have things that we still have to deal with. But I believe that the most of what helps anybody once you make that transition and you are being um, um, uh, uh, very uh, open to people and telling people about your story, I honestly believe that if it wasn't that faith that really believed that God would help you through it, it you would have never got to the place where you're at. Right. Come on. Oh yeah. Hello, somebody. So before we start preaching, I want to go talk about talk about your upcoming, you know, the project that you're working on, you know, kind of tell some of the listeners about the project that you're working. And, you know, the, you know, what is your project? I know it, but I want you to announce it. I just didn't have to announce it. I think you should announce your project so you can, you know, talk about your passion about it. Can I say this one thing um, about kind of what you were saying a little earlier? Um, I just believe that the key to everything is repentance, you know, because mm. you know, a lot of times when we fall, we get back up the Bible state, you just keep on going. Like you fall, fall seven times, you 
keep on getting up. That's what the righteous man does. But a lot of times when we do mess up or we go backwards and we go back into sin, we stay there, you know. But God mm-hmm. is a forgiving God. He's merciful. So, Father, I'm sorry. Help me not to do this again. And I'm going to keep mm-hmm. on going because, you know, a lot of times when we live in sin, it causes us to stay away from God, mm-hmm. you know. And that's the key. When you fall, you just get back up and keep on moving. Mm-hmm. God forgives you, you know. Amen. So that's, Amen. that's one key in my life that really helped me because I used to be like that, you know. Um, yeah, when I when I messed up, I just repent and keep on going. Um, but I will talk about, uh, like you say, the project that I had. Um, it's a book um, that's coming out, and um, it's called From Darkness to Light, um, because uh, all my life, um, and I'm 39 years old, and um, all my life, I dealt with a spirit of homosexuality, you mm. know, and um, nobody knew it. Nobody knew it because I'm a little more you know, masculine, like nobody would can even tell, you know, sometimes you got the guys that's a little bit, you know, like flamboyant and stuff, like you could tell on them, but because I'm a little masculine, that um, it wasn't able to really, you know, be told, like you can't, you wouldn't know it on me, but, you know, um, so I've been battling and struggling with that all my life, you know, I've never been with a woman, but I would know how to uh, play around my friends and act like I like girls, because that's what, you know, they was into, so. You know, I hug on them and I just play with them and stuff like that. But I really wasn't like attracted, and I just wasn't attracted. But again, you know, it's something that's not um, accepted. You know, it's not accepted. People, you know, I have friends that say, "Oh, that's fag and this and that," and just just talking bad when they see, you know, people like that. So it just wasn't the cool thing, you know, to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I um I was able to hide it really well. And, you know, like on the weekends, I would go to, like, gay clubs and stuff like that, and nobody knew. And I had one set of friends that was, you know, heterosexual, and then I had another set of friends that was, like, homosexual. They wasn't really friends, but, you know, I was just living a, a double life, you know, all my life. I was mm-hmm. living a double life. And, um, again, when I, when, I, when I gave my life to Christ, I just began to get serious, you know, about this walk, you know, with him. And I know... That you know, the Bible says that we should be fruitful and, and you know multiply the earth, and we're supposed to have wives. It's His will for us to have wives and have children, and you know things like that. So I just knew that there was more. I just knew that my life was not a homosexual life, and you know I just knew that it was more. You know, to my life, I knew God had a wife for me. I knew God had children for me. You know, and I was serious because I was crying out to God, and I was living a righteous life, and I just wasn't you know living in sin. So I began to just cry out to God and cry out to him and cry out, Father, I, I know the things the way you want me to be. Because I would, I would look at men and I would lust and I would be, you know, attracted, you know. And even though um, I was still saved and living a, a life of, I wasn't doing anything. You know, I wasn't doing anything, but, um, you know, I, w- I would still look at him. But I just wasn't acting on anything. I was keeping everything, you know, to myself that I wasn't doing anything, you know, but I was... Every time I see that and that would happen, I would just begin to pray, you know, like, Father, deliver me from this lifestyle. You know, I, I know this is not, you know, what you have for me. You know, I, again, I know you have a wife and I know you have kids. And this is something wrong here, hmm. you know. So I just begin to always cry out in prayer, cry out in prayer, cry out in prayer, and just read the word and, and just pray and fast and fast and fast and and, you know, pray like I say, I, I know God is something else for me. This is not the life that you want for me. But um, 
I'll share this. Um, back in on um, August um, the 24th of last year, right? August 24th of last year is the day that I got delivered from that uh, homosexual spirit. Amen. You know, um, but let me tell you what that devil wants. The enemy, because it's a demon. Let me tell you, it's a demon, and um, it just so happened that. You know, three days before I got delivered, that uh, that I was fasting. It's like the Lord wanted me to do a dry fast, you know, where I wasn't eating and I wasn't, you know, drinking anything. So it's like on that third day of the fast is where the Lord delivered me, you know, from that, that um, demonic spirit. And I had known nothing really about demons. You know, I didn't really know nothing about demons like that. And, you know, as I was getting delivered, you know, while I was fasting, because, you know, the Bible said that these kind, they only come out through prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that are so deeply rooted. You know, some spirits you could just pray. But some ones that are deep rooted, that's been with you all your life, they're stubborn and they don't want to go. So God knows that a fast is what um, what I needed. You know, I needed to fast. So as you fast, then, you know, the spirits can't really stay. So it weakens them. Like, if they don't have food, you know. So, so it weakens them. So when it weakens them and it's time to get delivered, it won't be as hard, you know. But um, I'll I tell you how it happened because it, it was so um, it was so uh, so kind of weird the way it happened. Because again, I didn't know nothing about demons. I had heard about them, but I didn't know anything about deliverance and things like that. But mm-hmm. I was watching a video, right? I was watching a video, and it's it's um, it's a woman, and, and I, I was on Facebook. And um, there's a woman, she's an evangelist. Um, and as I was watching her video, um, first time on Facebook, we don't have any mutual friends. We, we don't have, you know, we had nothing in common. But as I'm on Facebook, her videos, they just kept popping up, popping up, popping up, popping up. And then I go to YouTube because I got a YouTube and, and her videos just popping up, popping up, popping up, popping up. And I would just keep closing them out, closing them out, closing them out, but not knowing that that was the demon on the inside of me that was causing me to just X out those videos because he knew, you know, that spirit knew that I was about to be set free, you know? So as I'm just watching the video, cause it kept popping up, I say, okay, let me just, let me just see what, you know, let me just watch this because it just keeps popping up, but it was nothing but God trying to get my attention, mm. you know? So as I'm watching this video, it was the lady and she was delivering another young man that had uh, the spirit of homosexuality. Mm. So as I'm just watching the video, it, it's funny because as I'm just watching the video, she's calling out, you spirit of homosexuality, come out, come out, come out of this man, come out of him. You know, she was saying how he suffered too much and he's been uh, dealing with the same spirit for over 10 years, you know, and he was kind of suffering too. So as I'm just watching the video, and as she's calling this spirit out, because when you say the spirit's name, it has to respond to that. So once she says you spirit of homosexuality, and she was just saying, come out, I just began to scream. Like, I had never screamed like that before. Um, there was a vein in the middle of my head, and it's like I didn't know what was going on, but I just began to scream, you know, like I've never screamed before, and I didn't really know what was going on. But um, after I got that deliverance, after I got that deliverance, I... um. I reached out to her. I reached out to her and I, I told her what happened, you know, and um, after I told her what happened, she invited me to a program. She said, I can share my testimony at the program. But I'll say this, from that day, I look at men and there's nothing there. There's nothing. There's nothing there. There's nothing God. there. When I look at men and 
I used to just lust after them and just look at them and just be kind of like attracted and wondering what they got down there. You know, like foolishness like that. But now since I got this deliverance, it's like I don't even see any attraction. I look at it like I can't believe I was really, you know, attracted to men. And it's, it's like I can't believe I was, you know, living that lifestyle because when I look at them now, it's nothing there, you mm-hmm. know. And um, as I shared my testimony, I went to a program. It was in Texas. And I went there and I shared my testimony. And um, it was about, it was like thousands of people there. Cause this evangelist is pretty big. You know, so it was like thousands of people there. And um, so I shared the testimony, had a program, and I was just saying how, I just said, like, everything that I was just telling you. And um, I also got, you know, the gift of tongues. I got the gift of tongues, but I got it three days after I got the deliverance because I used to pray to God, Father, why can't I get the gift of tongues? You know, I'm praying and reading my Bible fast, and I'm still not getting it, and I'm praying for it. And But I had to get that spirit out of me first. And then three days later, I got the gift of tongues. You know, so again, I just, I just thank God, you know, um, for the deliverance and I, and I do have a book that's coming out on it and hopefully it'll be out, um, by the end of the year because it's from darkness to light, you know, and it's like when I got free from that thing, it's like job offers and people was just being nice and people was like apologizing to me. So it's something in that spirit that had me blocked somehow. You know, something mm-hmm. in that spirit that had me blocked somehow. And um, like I said, I, I didn't really know, you know, too much about demons, but it's a spirit. Like, so when people think that, oh, I'm born like this, somewhere in their lifetime, this spirit entered them. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of t- because I thought the same thing. You know, I thought the same thing. But when I got delivered, it goes to show that it's not, um, it's, it's the spirit that's on the inside of me. You know, mm-hmm. you're not born like that. You just not need deliverance from yeah. that spirit, you know. And I didn't know that, but I believe God made me to post the child for that because it has to happen. Uh, somebody has to, you know, be the one to even talk about it, you know. And um, I believe God allowed me to even go through that, you know, mm-hmm. to be the one that would even talk about it. And I just went on Facebook also after it happened. This was October 7th. I went on Facebook because I do a lot of preaching on Facebook. And on October 7th, I was just a little bit nervous, and but the Lord was saying, I need you to go on here and share this. So I went on Facebook, and I just shared the whole testimony, even more than what I'm telling you now. It was more explicit, and there was a lot more um, to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did it on October 7th in a video. It got over 17,000 views, and as I shared my testimony, it's so many people that coming in my inbox, and they like, Man of God, I'm struggling with the same spirit, and mm-hmm. I'm a preacher. Mm-hmm. Man of God, I'm struggling with the same spirit. I got a wife and kids, you mm-hmm. know? So all of these people are reaching out to me, but nobody's really want to talk about it because, you know, it's such a shameful thing, you know? So people just battle with it in secret. So I just believe that God even used me um, to be able to um, be that poster child. And, you know, when people come to me, just as easy, I just say, you spirit of homosexuality, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out. And just as, it's like God is using me to deliver these people. So as I begin to pray for them, I'm delivering them. You know, they're getting delivered just like I was getting delivered, you know. And people come to me about spirits of masturbation. I call that spirit out because that's something else that I dealt with. But I just believe that God, now that I have authority over that demon that has shame and me living in shame all my life, 
Mm. Once you share the testimony, it just completes the deliverance and you know that you're free. So mm -hmm. God is now using me in deliverance also, but he couldn't do it because the devil still had shame over me. You understand? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, just like you say, your yeah. book is saying from darkness to light. You know, that spirit causes everything to be surrounded by darkness. Right. And so anytime there's darkness, of course, you can't see anything else. What what only what's in front of you, only what's around you. And that's it, because that darkness is mm -hmm. overshadowing everything that is around you or everything that's in you. And it won't allow you to see the light. And so now oh, yeah. that on. that light has been shown to you and your light mm -hmm. is shining because it's pointing back to God. Now, God's light is shining upon you so that the people are being drawn to you so that they may see his good works in you and so now that's why the people are being drawn and I, I can agree with you because you know um, I had the same issue and I it took me a while to be able to say and tell my testimony but you know like he said you're over, overcome by the words of your testimony as soon as you give that testimony that overcome that uh, victory comes and not only does yeah. it come it helps draw other people that have those issues oh, yeah. They feel like they can't get out. They have no one else to talk to. They don't feel like there's no no way they can deal with it. But when they see other people that's being transparent and they see people that are men and women of God and that have had those struggles and can tell them, look, this is what happened. This is how I dealt with it. You may right. not deal with it this way, but you're going to deal with it if you want to really truly come out. These, this is what happened to me. Right. And so I commend you on, on what you're doing, and I pray that— um, um, it goes to the masses of people. Um, but with your book that you're doing from darkness to light, what is one thing, one thing that you would love to accomplish to the world? One thing that I would love to accomplish to the world. Mm -hmm. Like I say, um, sharing my story because it's so important, you know, because I was um, in so many situations that I didn't see my way out of, you know, even the drugs and his lifestyle and the drinking and the partying and all of those things. Um, Cause so many people that's down, you know, I was down by all of these spirits and you know, I was down, like I would be going to get drugs knowing I didn't want to go get it, but it was a spirit behind me of addiction. that was caused me to do it. You know? So mm -hmm. I want people to be aware. See this, this, it's so spiritual, you know, it's so spiritual. It's, it's not even natural, but it's, Everything is spiritual, mm -hmm. you know, so I just want people to know that whatever they're going through, whatever they're bound by, whatever, whatever it is, you know, I just know that it's the only answer to getting free from it is God. And it doesn't matter what you're going through. God will set you free. He yes, delivered he me from all of those things, all of that stuff. And let me tell you, I'm never seeing my way out of it, you know, but, but sometimes God has to allow us to be in a situation that we don't see our way out of. Um, and then we need to, uh, once he brings us out, nobody would get the glory for it, but him. Mm -hmm. And then we have a personal testimony of how he's a way maker and he wakes away out of no way, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I, I just want to encourage somebody that it don't matter what you're going through. God is the answer. He's the answer. Do it on mm -hmm. your own. You keep on messing up like I was, you know? So I just believe it's so many people to minister to about, not just the homosexuality thing, but everything, anything that you're bound by, that God is the answer to it, you know? Mm -hmm. God is the answer. Amen. Oh, yeah. So mm -hmm. when is your projected date for your book to drop? Um, Hopefully before the end of the year. Uh, 
maybe December sometime, December sometime, you know, we're working on it. And um, like I say, by December, before the end of the year, I'm pretty sure it'll be out. You know, it's almost about 80% done. Okay. You know? so, yeah, I just believe it'll help so many people now. I really do. People that's battling with that, you know. So people that, let me, can I say this really quick? Um, this, this, the whole purpose for that demon of homosexuality and what it wants, right? The only thing it wants you to think that you're born like that and you just live that lifestyle, and you never get free, you never think anything, oh, I'm born like this. But the whole reason is that the devil wants you to live that lifestyle, and he wants you to die and just go to hell, never knowing the truth. But you know when they say, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Yeah. That is the perfect scripture, perfect situation for that. Because so many people, they just die in that sin, and they go straight to hell, and that's the whole purpose for that homosexual demon, you know. Mm. Well, I, I agree with you on that, but I also believe that a lot of times that spirit has such a hold on an individual to the point, yeah. even even with them even knowing the truth and even with them mm-hmm. even knowing the word of God, that spirit has such a hold to the point where they're battling and they're, they're straddling and they just don't know how to let go, you know. You know, you know, it's crazy. Um mm-hmm. That that spirit is a long game spirit. It's mm. not caring about the short game. It's not talking about what's going to happen. It's it's looking at what can I affect in mm-hmm. generations. Yep. When you can cut off a bloodline, mm. you can do damage. Yep, that's true. Oh yeah. See the 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 devil is always on an attack of the long game because mm-hmm. he know he got to stand in the same line as us in judgment day. Mm-hmm. So he's looking at if I can stop this bloodline because you know the devil could get a glimpse of your future. Right. And with the glimpse of the future he could see that your child could be a mighty person of mm-hmm. God. He could see your that right. your grandchild could be a mighty person of God. Right. But if I cut it mm-hmm. it's like those I, I just a whole series called Terminators. Mm-hmm. If I could mm-hmm. go back and get you back before you were even thought of. Right. You never even in manifestation. Mm-mm. See, you always get a predestination. You was known. God knew you in the womb. Right. <laughs> you had a pre. You was destined to do something. Exactly. There was a predestination right. for you, but it's still for you to get there. Hmm. That's where free will comes in. Yeah. So a lot of times you got to look at it. That, that that spirit is looking at, if I could cut you down, I'd take down four generations. Mm-hmm. And, 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 that's and that's something deep because if you look at somebody, if you looked at somebody in the Bible, if they would have got them at a generation, mm-hmm. just, just think about how deep that would have been. Yeah. Yeah, think okay. about if they would have took out Abraham. Right. <laughs> think, think, think about if they would have took out David. Right. He's like, there's so Come many on. of that bloodline yes. that would have changed up everything. Sure would have. And everybody has it. That's why if you look at lineage in the Bible, that's why it was so important because there's so much there to show you if it wasn't for these people. Right. That had nothing to do with this story. Hmm. But because of the bloodline here, Hmm. it made this story. That's right. That connection. That's right, yeah. It's important. So it's something, and and I I know a lot of people deal with a lot of their own inner demons in their homes. And sometimes right. you got 
to be find somebody you can be transparent with. Yeah, you know true. because you know the the church has got so superficial when it comes to dealing with people's lives, and that's why suicide right. is rampant. Yeah, and we got to get to a point of like the days when Big Mama was around. You could tell Big Mama anything. <laughs> Big Mama, uh, I got this weird thing growing on right. me. You know, it's I'm embarrassed, but uh-huh. guess what? I need you to help me right now. And like, she will. and she would tell you she'll find some castor oil. Yep. She'll put you with some anointed oil. Uh-huh. She'll put you with them remedies. Yes. She'll sit you down and then she'll talk to you and say, "How you get it, baby?" Yeah. And you know, and you oh, yeah. and, and then you don't want to lie because you already know she knows. She gonna know it. She already know it. <laughs> See, we need to yeah. get that transparency That's back right. in the church yeah. because it's about right. helping to get people back and well again. Exactly. If we could get back to that point, mm-hmm. a lot of help would come. A lot of people of deliverance would come. Mm-hmm. A lot of things would start coming instead of resentment and hatred because you sit there and say, I came and asked for help right. and I was denied. Denied because of your situation. I looked for a situation yeah. because you didn't understand me. I was put down. Yeah. See, this is some real topics for real situations. Yeah. See, it's cool to be to fluff fluff, but... Mm-hmm. At the times of when it comes to life or death, right. because the wages of sin is death yes. and everything in spirit against you is trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why those spirits are after you mm-hmm. and your lineage, yeah. because guess what? Oh, yeah. You don't know what happened some generations before you. Exactly. And the same spirit Come has on. been trying to cut your spirit, cut your bloodline mm-hmm. off for generations. generations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's very true. Very true. But, you know, as, as we as I call it, it's an awakening. How do they say a epiphany? Epiphany. Uh, <laughs> epiphany, um, or a turnaround, or as as someone says, when you know better, you do better. You know. But when it all boils down, I believe that um, there's going to be so many others that's going to be awakened. Um, not just from homosexual, but from lying tongues and from what we were talking about earlier. The spirit of division. Yes. The spirit of yes, chaos. All of the it. The spirit of loving yes. to, to put people down. There's, yeah. Those are spirits. They're all spirits. Because there's some people yeah. that enjoy oh, chaos. Yeah. Enjoy drama. <laughs> enjoy tearing people down. Yeah. There's a demon. Those, exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, okay. you know, one thing that got me, a, a preacher said this, and it's so deep. He said, we have so many issues with people with homosexuality, adultery, and all this, but we still keep the people of division in the church. In the church. They own, they wow. preaching. They, they, we don't ever sit down the people of division. And that's where we need to because the people of division is what's giving Christians the bad name. That's true. Very true. true. You go on to everybody saying this, saying that, and you're causing no, so much confusion because you're telling one person this, telling that, and you're painting a picture of confusion. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And so, yeah, I believe that there's going to be some breakdowns that's going to come, and, and not just for the homosexual life. Unfortunately, you know, in the church, that's all a lot of people like to, 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 to harbor on. Yeah, yeah, that's all they like to talk about. And I'm going to be real. I don't see it. I don't see why that, and this is a kid that grew up from the outside looking in. I never adapted to the church culture, so I was the <laughs> radical one. And they called me the prodigal son because a lot of times the church would make me upset and I will walk away. And then I come back and say, okay, God, I have an assignment. But one thing that gets me a lot is this. 
if you could talk about homosexuality, let's talk about this lying, let's talk about this stealing, and let's talk about the adultery that's been happening exactly. for generations. Because that's no different. Right. In God's eyes, that's it's no different. Sin. And then let's talk about the people in church that ain't forgave somebody and is destined for hell anyway because Jesus said that's the biggest thing that people have issue with is forgiving others. That's How it. can you ask me to forgive you if you can't forgive others? Come on, man. It is a scripture that says that right there. Don't mean people are destined and chained to hell because they can't just say, I forgive you. That's it. Because of pride and honor. And what it says in the Bible, a pride cometh before, before the, the fall. great fall. Yes. Hopefully it ain't that great fall. <laughs> but you know it's a fall. Saying? But it's a fall. But it's a fall. Yeah. So it, it's like, oh, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's already predestined. That's what I said. When you overthink it, you, you cause yourself to even more trouble. We yeah. got to get to a point where we're real with ourselves we're real with the situation yeah. and we actually put forth what's important. Mm -hmm. God said to forgive and love all. Yeah. If love you don't all. like, in, if, if, if you look at first John, it simply says, if you don't know love, you don't know God. No, you don't. That means you're alive. Yeah. And, and the truth ain't in you. And, and, and there's a whole, if you didn't know what love is, you go to first Corinthians and it tells you the whole <laughs> definition of what real love is. Uh -huh. Right. Come on. So, it's, it's a lot of things that we have to look at for us as a, a collective, because I always look at as the body, because mm -hmm. if one fails, we all fail. Mm, supposedly. No, it, that, it, it is. No, I'm just saying that. Because you know why I say that? Uh -huh. Because if one fail and we didn't police them up, right. we still get crucified. And we do. For uh, everything. I agree. You know, that's why people don't want to go to church nowadays anyway. Mm -hmm. Because of that one person. It could have mm -hmm. been their auntie, their pastor, their mama, their daddy, the deacon. Mm -hmm. It's somebody that gave that wrong image of God. Mm-hmm. And portrayed God a certain way mm -hmm. to not be the way that he is biblically. True that. Mm -hmm. So, wow. before I start preaching, I right. think I, I'm just going to You don't put your message <laughs> out there. Know, Amen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't put so your you, message on out there. So <laughs> I know. Let me start. So, where can everybody find you? Let's get, get to having your social media handles, your YouTube, everything. Where can everybody find you? Okay, um. I'm on YouTube um, as Jamar Grimbley, just J-A-M-A-R, uh, last name G-R-I-M-S-L-E-Y, and um, Facebook. Facebook, I do a lot of preaching on Facebook, and um, Elder Jamar Grimbley is my name there, Elder Jamar Grimbley. Um, I, don't, I don't have an Instagram. <laughs> you don't know, have no IG? Else, but, um, <laughs> You ain't got an Instagram. I've been tagging now. your uh, you Instagram this whole time. You gotta get an IG, You ain't got no Instagram. Come on. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Well, you know, I do got one, but I really don't use it. But if, if anybody want to, it's, it's Grimsley Jamar. G-R-I-M-S-L-E-Y. Then it's J-A-M-A-R. It's my name spelled backwards. <laughs> you know, but I barely don't use it. Maybe I need to start, you know, using it. Oh, then I definitely tagged the wrong person. Let me make sure, because because there's an Elder Jamar on there too. This is probably not you. See, I gotta change that. That's me, up. Elder Jamar Grimsley. That's me. No, it just says as your handle, Elder Jamar on Instagram. I hope this is the oh. right person. It so, should be like two or three pictures. I'm a check. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely check because I'm I'm like, oh okay. no, I didn't. No, it's just one person, one picture. Yeah, and um, so I I'll be changing that. I also have. Yeah. Okay. Also, my email address, I'll give it is uh, Jamar Grimsley 
first and last name at yahoo.com or get right with God ministry at yahoo.com. Okay. You can one of those two. Amen. Awesome. Amen. Yeah. Well, we yeah. want to first say thank you for coming on and telling your testimony and sharing your story because it's important because you know, one thing I've realized is we can't be selfish with your testimony Amen. because God didn't deliver you for you to be selfish. Where you're supposed to go out and tell mm -hmm. so that everybody know that there's a way out. That's right. So I appreciate you for spending time with Anointed Radio today and continue to stay in touch. I definitely want to read your book. Amen. So if you could send the Amen. station one and um, when you come All out right. with your book, we could definitely do a part. Part, Part two, two to this, yeah. Especially after yeah, I read the book, <laughs> you know, then I could that's be familiar with the book, and then we could be doing some breakdowns of the breakdown. Okay. So in in chapter seven, right, right. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so I, I definitely appreciate you for coming on, and I know oh, yeah, it's late sure. on that side of town, and we had to start a, 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 a late start, yeah. You know, the devil was mad that we was having this episode today. That's yeah. what it was. But he, it's okay. he didn't want to go out. He didn't want that, that, that word to go out, you know. It'd be, it'd be like that. Oh, well. Yeah. He could get over it. But he ain't win. He ain't going to win. He didn't we, win. We own. Amen. Amen. Okay. So. No weapon. That's no it. weapon on Come on life now. can prosper. <laughs> yes. But he wouldn't be the devil if he didn't try. There you Amen. go. <laughs> there you go. That is a very true statement. That means it was something important that needed to be done. That needed to be said. Uh -huh. Amen. So we appreciate you, Elder. And well, definitely you, stay in touch with us. I sure will. I sure will. Um, I really enjoyed it. And um, all right, well, God bless y'all. I really enjoyed sharing because, like you say, it's not about um, us, but it's about, you know, sharing a testimony. You know? mm -hmm. And um, I would say, two major reasons for a testimony one is to first glorify god and tell him about the things that he'll you know bring you through doing your life and the next one is to encourage somebody mm -hmm. you know to give them hope that's you know, right dealing with the same thing how did you get free oh god did this for me mm -hmm. first got to give your life to christ but yeah not supposed to be selfish with that testimony and when god knows that you're going to share your testimony to bring his name glory He'll make sure that you have more testimonies and more because test he knows that he can trust you with it mm -hmm. <laughs> you know so, mm -hmm. Well, amen oh. and good night yeah. and stay in touch all with right. us. Amen. God bless. I sure will. I enjoy y'all. Y'all have a blessed night now. You, you too. Amen. That was Elder Jamar. He had a powerful story. Yes. Coming out with a book, y'all. Make sure you stay on the lookout. Go follow Elder Jamar Grimsley on all his social media. We're going to go ahead and go into a little small break, and we're going to play some some people from the Kia Awards. <laughs> Come on with it. You know, they impressed me. I'm going to play them on the show today. Yes. Columbus, Ohio. Shout out to Columbus, Shout Ohio. Shout out. We're going to first start off with, um, who am I going to start off with? Jonathan D. Myers. Okay. He won the Key Award. We're going to go ahead sure and play his song, Favor. Yeah. See y'all in a minute. Oh 
He got so much energy. And at the PMRT, he, he sang that song. Yes, though. he did. So just give you a little recap because we haven't got to talk about the Key Awards. We'll talk a little bit more about it on Sunday. Mm -hmm. But the Key Awards was amazing. We didn't win. Nope. But we were nominated. But we were nominated, though. And we had a great time with the Key Awards. Um, met a lot of great people. Got yeah. to meet Mr. Gavins right there. Right there. Um, got to meet Mr. Aldrin from uh, Gospel Artists yes. Entertainment, yeah. Mr. Willie Moore, um, Chris Blender, mm -hmm. a lot of people, y'all. We met a lot of great people. Um, we had a great interview, which you can see only on our platforms, which mm -hmm. you could go to anointedradionetwork.com or any of our podcast platforms and see our exclusive interview yeah. with Miss Ramani. Hunter, yes. the CEO of the Kia Awards. It was very instrumental. It even tells you how you can be involved with next year's Kia Award. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't know about it. Well, guess what? We about to tell the we're gonna wake the West Coast up so y'all can know about it. So we can have more representation out there. Um, because it was a great event. One thing I could say and what I took away is that Columbus take care of their own. They do. They sure do. And is a prime example of kingdom image. Yes. Because they, they for sure. I saw a man on a choir, direct a choir, <laughs> sing solo, come back. And these were four different choirs. These yes. These were not the same people. Not at all. Everybody was in harmony, and they did their thing. It was mm -hmm. great. Very Definitely something support. to take away, something that we should start seeing here yeah. In the good old city of Las Vegas. Yeah, well, it would be nice to see here in Vegas and that um, the separation and the division would be, you know, stop. And that we all come together as one body. Because as, as as she said, the CEO, Armani, she said that um, um, it, it's your image that reflects the kingdom. Right. That's what's important, mm -hmm. your image reflecting the kingdom. And so that's why they came up with that, because we want to reflect the kingdom, and the kingdom of God is who we should be reflecting. So I'm hoping, I'm, 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 I'm hoping that one day right here in Las Vegas that we can have something of great. There's great people here. There's great artists here. There's great, great talent. talent here, anointed people, folks like-minded. And, I mean, all we got to do is just put aside, I'm this, I'm that. Without me, you can't do this. Without me, you won't be this. Let's put that aside, and let's just come together and be on one accord, and let's make Las Vegas great because we can do it. Amen. So, with that being said, it's about that time. We started a little out of orthodox, but Cletus is still in the beating. Oh, he He's is. He's in the beating. Him is. Cletus. Come on. I know you missed me. <laughs> I know he missed me. Yeah, you missed me, Cletus. Don't sit there and act like you didn't miss me. Play, son. He hitting you your notes. He's good. Like always, you can follow me at Anointed Jaylon. Um, in the absence of Chris Johnson, who just had his live recording last Friday, you can follow Sing Chris J 
Go to singchrisj.com. I'll let Dr. Marvinette do her own. All right. Well, you can follow me as well on IG, uh, Clay M, um, Facebook, Marvinetta Clay, Dr. Marvinetta Clay, the website, drmarvinetteclay.com. Anything that says Marvinetta Clay, you pretty much got me. Amen. And if you go follow the LV Anointed Radio page, yes. you can find all of us. All of us. Like all of us. It's very simple. But with that being said, I want to leave with you today is that change takes action. Mm-hmm. And the only way that you could change is by putting something in motion that requires action. Amen. So, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm just going to leave it right there. <laughs> well, that's deep by itself. Because, I mean, you know, as I think about the song that says, a change, a change has come over me. He washed me white as snow you know he's done all those things so change is important but you can't have change without the action right and what is the action the action is putting your faith to work amen and let god take care of that situation so with that being said we'll see y'all on sunday amen peace out bye